it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan. I'll be your host for the next 30 minutes as we talk about sales and marketing. Tonight is going to be a fun episode. I hope you caught just a couple of weeks ago, we we had a really, really fun uh, episode that was talking all about vacationing in Arkansas. If you haven't uh, listened to that, that episode yet, I encourage you to go back right now, wherever you find your podcasts or right here on Inspire. News Radio and download. So you're going to vacation in Arkansas. That's the name of the episode. It was a lot of fun, and we had a great, uh, great time putting that uh, that show together for you. So if you haven't already, go right to the bottom of the page right now and subscribe to Sales with Sully. Every single week, we take your information, the things that you put up on social media at Sales with Sully. You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, all those great places. Plus, of course, you can find me under Scott Sullivan on LinkedIn. I have a big social presence on all of those. 30 years in professional sales and marketing, and I take all of that information that you send in to me and say, I wish I could, or I thought I could, or boy, I wish I knew how, or just success stories, things that are working, things that aren't. And we turn those into shows for you right here on Inspired News Radio each and every week. And I appreciate each and every one of you listening thank you very much i could not do what i do if it weren't for you and i say that every week and i mean it from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for being listeners and for being subscribers and for all the positive fantastic feedback tonight's episode is going to be a fun one another one and we're we're putting a little bit of levity and a little bit of humor in some of our shows and tonight is no exception to that rule and it is curiosity may have killed the cat but it makes for great salespeople. that's the title for tonight's episode curiosity may have killed the cat but it makes for great salespeople. So tonight we're going to be talking about having a curious nature, being able to ask open-ended questions, getting really, really good at asking and probing and listening and using all those skills that we've talked about, but doing it in a way that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't feel like an interrogation, that doesn't feel like a uh, you know a, a dad being inquisitive to the guy who's asking his daughter out. You know, so you don't want to have that overwhelming, overbearing, you know, process. You want to be able to ask some great open-ended questions and get some information, listen intently, and then make sure that you're documenting that. And we're going to talk about some real-world examples. But let's just kick right off and get started as we get started right here on this week's episode. Welcome to Sales with Sully, and I appreciate you guys listening. So talking about curiosity tonight, we're talking about the fact that you need to have a naturally curious curious nature. The best thing that I can tell you and the best examples that I can give you are when I get on an airplane and you get off at the other end of the airplane 
and the person sitting next to you, you know everything there is to know about them. You know, you know their marital status, where they, you know, where they're from, how they got to be where they are today. They know, you know, what their favorite vacation is, what their favorite flavor of ice cream, as deep as you want to get into, and they don't have a clue who you are, and they probably don't even know your name. But boy, I tell you, when they get off the plane and they meet their first person, they're going to say, you know, that guy that I was talking to on the plane, he is just the best listener or the best conversationalist, or he is so interesting, or and they hardly know anything about you. And the reason for that is because they got to just spend whatever it was, an hour, two hours, three hours, talking about themselves, which most people enjoy doing. So they got to tell you all about themselves while you were trying to be genuinely curious. And all you had to do was just ask a, a open-ended question that's led to more and more conversations, and it led to follow-up questions that you were able to get simply because of the answers that they were giving and the fact is that you were uh, actively listening for the next thing that you were going to ask. So let's dive right in and talk about some open-ended questions. If you are trying to become a better salesperson, I encourage you to genuinely be interested about your clients. And I'm not talking about just the decision maker that's sitting across the table from you. I'm not talking about just the person who is going to put their signature on the purchase order or put their signature on the check to make sure that you uh, are getting the order that you're being paid because there's also influencers all around and there are also people that are going to be promoted and demoted and leave the company and join the company that you're going to want to have a relationship with and the easiest and simplest way to build rapport with someone is to become genuinely interested in who they are and what they do. And when I say genuinely, the reason why I keep emphasizing that word is because fake is going to come through like a big, huge, giant red light. They're going to see that you're just manipulating the conversation or you're manipulating their emotions just to get to whatever the next level is. It has to be a genuine curiosity. Now, how do you do that? So let's talk about building that genuine curiosity. Start working on, you know, maybe mystery novels or something that you should take up, something where that you are honing those 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 detective skills, right? So, and then also practice on your friends where it's a little bit safer. Find something that they're either wearing, they're carrying, something they mention, something they talk about, maybe something in their surroundings, and ask an open-ended question about that particular object or subject and let them start talking to you and then actively listen and then follow up with another question. Here's an example. So my friend and I are, are sitting at a, at a coffee shop and we're just having a cup of coffee and we're just chatting and he puts his normal, you know, three creams and two sugars in his coffee and I just ask an open-ended question with genuine curiosity like, Frank, when did you start uh, putting cream in your coffee? That's it. Just, you know, not, not accusatorily not just you know they say well i've always put cream in my coffee well how did did you 
you know, when you first started drinking coffee, were you, how old were you, and and what made you think that you would put milk in there? Did your mom and dad or somebody that you knew is that the way they drank it? All you have to do is, even if they give you little simple, short yes or no answers, you can keep asking these open-ended questions. Well, you know, so. How do you like coffee? Is coffee something that you drink a lot of? You can start asking those open-ended questions around that subject. Or you could say, you know, I've known you for, gosh, you know, two or three years now, and I guess I didn't realize that you liked cream in your coffee. How did that come about? That's a real simple easy open-ended question well you know i've always drank coffee with cream in it i don't know why i guess because i uh the taste of coffee is too bitter for me well have you tried and then you can just start down the path of some other coffees or uh you know do do you consider yourself a coffee connoisseur have you done much studying or is the coffee just something that you drink socially or does it help you get through the afternoon those kind of things i mean you could ask these open-ended questions and again remember if you're not genuinely interested it's going to be really 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 hard to fake because when you try and ask something like that where you really don't care the tone of your voice is going to say that your body language is going to say that and there's going to be uh sort of a like why do you care you know you don't really care if i like coffee or not you know why are you even asking you don't want that reaction right so what you want to do is you want to practice in a safe place with your friends and family and you want to start asking open-ended questions that you're starting to develop a genuine curiosity for for things around you and the people around you because when you do that it's like it's like when you meet somebody new and you say are you married do you have kids you know you ask three or four basic questions that everybody kind of it's sort of like the baseline right it's sort of like the baseline you ask uh, of those questions when you first meet somebody are you single are you married do you have kids do you have grandkids you know those kind of things are are the baseline questions that we ask i then recommend that you start working from the baseline and just go a little bit deeper so you have three kids boys and girls all boys all girls what's the mix let them let them tell you and then you can say make some statement about yourself that is empathetic to their plight right you could say well i have two boys and a girl and i said oh is the girl the baby yes oh i have a baby daughter too my gosh does she have me wrapped around her finger are you daddy's little girl get him talking about his daughter and about that relationship and if it turns out to be a positive thing that he starts to talk about there will be a lot of listening and a lot of follow-up questions oh my gosh i know don't tell me about prom dresses my gosh the one she wanted was nine hundred (laughs) dollars you know so there's a, a empathy there but be careful and i'm cautioning you now be careful because you don't want to dominate the the conversation because remember the goal here is for you to learn to be genuinely interested in that other person so that curiosity that may have killed the cat is going to make you a much better salesperson and the reason is is because as soon as you leave that person's presence you're going to take copious notes about the things that you learned you know i have a 
I have a client. She has a daughter, or he has a daughter. She's 17 years old. She's going to, you know, whatever college she's, you know, looking to go to. Um, she had, you know, a great experience at her prom. Whatever. I mean, you could just take little notes that keep you kind of in that you know, mindset for a few minutes so that you can grab that information and get it down so that the next time you're going to meet with that client and have coffee, then you can review your notes. Now you want to be, you want to show someone you're genuinely interested, bring up a part of the conversation that you had prior to this meeting that you're having now. So if you and I were meeting and we had a great conversation about XYZ ABC and as part of that conversation that we had you had mentioned to me that maybe your mother or your father were sick or that you were struggling with you know aging parents and that you just had to move your mom and dad out of their house and into an assisted living or you know something of that nature uh, and then you make a note of that and then I run into you three months later and we sit down and have a brief conversation think about how powerful it's going to be when I say you know Frank last time we met you were talking about uh, pulling your mom and dad together for an assisted living uh, home and that you were having to you know struggle with selling the house and you were fighting with your brother and all that how'd that all work out are your mom and dad still in good health or I mean you don't have to even pull any punches like you know are they okay or, or anything else because it's part of the aging process if they have if if one or both of them have passed since the last time that you uh, met them you're not going to be in a awkward precarious situation because remember your colleagues and you're just genuinely interested and you're just being genuinely empathetic of their situation so you just want to let them know that that the conversation you had was important to them and that they want to make sure or carry on that conversation to let you know that it was important to you that that conversation that you had prior to. That's why I keep talking about the genuine interest, right? If you were trying to fake that, if you can't, if you if you're a person that maybe you have a you know your your EQ, your your in uh quotient for emotional quotient is lower or maybe you have a you know that empathy is not very high on your radar then maybe you have to pick other things that work within the you know the guise of trying to get more genuinely curious but if you have a high eq or if you are you know genuinely emotionally attached to things pretty easily then you're going to come across as a genuine person who's asking for all the right reasons right it's it's not an interrogation you're not trying to find out a piece of information to use against anybody you're just genuinely interested in that other human being and what is going on in their life that's how you build trust that's how you you know have people that you know like and trust when they when they want to buy from you or they want you to give them some additional information you've built that trust up over those conversations that you've had where you are actually genuinely interested. Now, the truth, I mean, the um, the reverse is also true. So if someone comes to you and you can feel that they are genuinely interested in you and they're asking a lot of those questions, then you have 
several choices that you need to make. One is, do you are you going to be vulnerable? Are you going to let your guard down, and you're going to start, you know, having that conversation from a from a, a position of you know vulnerability and and hoping that the person is empathetic for what's going on. So. You also have to be careful because that will also come across as if you if you aren't, if you're fake or you try and fake it, it will come across as fake. So you need to be genuinely vulnerable too. So you need to be able to let your guard down a little bit and, and that's how you move from the realm of colleagues or business associates into friends where you can actually start to build a little bit deeper rapport and that's where you can actually increase your sales because you've got friends that trust each other and then they come to you for that sage advice you know hey scott i'm thinking about you know putting in a new generator and i wanted to talk to you because i know you've had 30 years in the energy business um can you give me the pros and cons on these three brands all of a sudden You've become a, you know, consultant and a friend and a, you know, confidant where you're now, you know, bringing information to this person because you're trusted. That's how you can compensate for, you know, not having as many clients or having a deeper relationship with a client, which gets you more business than trying to go out and develop relationships with 100 new clients. Then... <clears throat> Here's the, the the sort of the secondary value of that. If Frank and I become really uh, genuine friends, and we actually like spending time together, and we're you know we're business friends, we're not like you know we're not going to the ball game together, or you know we're not getting together on you know Saturday nights or anything like that. We're just business associates, and a little bit more than that. So we're friends when it comes to you know business and business events, and we've. We kind of know what our roles are and we kind of you know solve that and we've got a really good working relationship and i've been a vendor for frank for years and and he's thrived and done really well at his position because partly because you know we do have a good relationship and i've been bringing him good products and services at a fair price and taking care of his problems and and his bosses have noticed and you know he's been doing a really good job and a headhunter comes and hires him away so two things just happened one frank who i already have really great rapport with and i am genuinely curious in his life and I have built a good relationship with him, goes to a different company where I can then implement my you know, goods and services into a new world because they may or may not be a client, but I'm going to have a leg into that new world because Frank and I do have an existing relationship. And then second, the place, the person that they fill Frank's job with, This is where it goes back to what we talked about earlier. What if they promote from within? If you've been talking to everybody within the organization, if you are genuinely curious about all of the people around Frank and the people in that entire division or the people that you you run across with and are sitting in meetings with and you've built some rapport with some of those, if they promote from within, chances are you already have a really good leg up with the relationship with the person that fills that position and you've got a rock solid chance of keeping that business all to yourself so when frank leaves and goes somewhere else and brings you new business that becomes all incremental and gain 
So the other side of that coin could also happen where they, uh, where Frank gets promoted or he leaves or goes to a different company. And let's we'll talk about promotion here in just a minute. But he's he leaves, goes to another company, and the person they bring in is not from within the organization. You have to then very quickly be able to build that rapport and show your worth. And that's where, again, using the relationship with the people around Frank that are still there becomes third-party validation so now you get sally and steve and all the other parts other other people in that department to say to the new to the new guy hey you know we've been working with scott for the last few years and and things have been going really really well where our numbers are up by x number of percentage uh our supply chain costs are down by x uh scott has been a really great resource for us from a consultative standpoint he doesn't charge us any extra for the services that uh, he recommends and brings to us it's been a really good strong working relationship if you have that type of relationship with those around the new guy you can then leverage that and hopefully continue to to maintain that account because even if they have if if that person comes in and has their own people chances are it's going to take some time for transition and you want to make sure that you're as rock solid in there as possible and that's a really really good time to sit down and have a business review with a new guy and just sit down and say whether it's a uh, you know a new guy or a new gal you could sit down and say I'd like to review with you the last three or four years that I've been when um, I was working with your predecessor Frank and some of the you know key uh, performance indicators that we had mapped out and have been working on and some of the things that are going on I just want to bring you up to speed because I'm a very proactive vendor and I want to be part of your success here at the new company ABC where you just came because I've been here for a while let me see if I can help you and then you can exhibit your genuine curiosity during the course of that meeting by asking you know where have you been you're 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 so you're being in a new position you're in a really great opportunity for you to ask those open-ended questions like well you know where did you come from where's your you know what company were you at most recently again opportunities for lead generation of course because they just left somewhere and that means there's a new guy there and there may be some opportunity for you to step in plus on top of that genuinely interested means you're also finding out who this person is and you're building some rapport with them so things can can turn around really quickly for you especially if you have genuine curiosity so one of the things that we're going to talk about or that we have been talking about tonight is the fact that curiosity may have killed the cat but it makes for a great salesperson and the reason why it does as you can see after this uh, episode is we've talked about is that the curiosity used in the right way helps you to glean really good information from the people around you and the people uh, that you're actually calling on because that genuine curiosity spills out all over everybody why don't we take just a couple of minutes and tell each other about you know uh, there's icebreakers like you know your favorite pizza topping and all those other things and those give you little 
you know glimpses inside of somebody and then you can use that to expand upon i think of the the time like you know the people talk about getting their nose under the tent like if uh, if you let a camel get its nose under the tent the next thing you know you got a camel in your dent right because once they can get their nose under then they'll just they bring their whole body in right behind it so that's what we're looking for we're looking for that little that little place where we can worm our way in and we can start asking some open-ended questions because curiosity can really make a great salesperson well i'm actually anxious to hear your feedback on this episode i thought when i was putting this together i kept thinking you know how am i going to couch curiosity so that it doesn't sound like an interrogation so that it doesn't sound like i'm just you know where were you on june 23rd and you know what time did you get home and you know those kind of things so it doesn't feel like an interrogation it's very conversational and you also have to be a little bit intuitive to know when to let go and when to push and when to ease off and just kind of you know let that ebb and flow just a little bit and then make sure that you're keeping copious notes because you're going to want to keep expounding on the questions that you've already asked and if you don't get a really fantastic great answer that's okay Uh, next time you see them you can ask it a different way and, and keep moving forward so i hope that you're naturally curious i hope that you're genuinely curious and if this if you haven't been in the past I hope that you get genuinely curious. I hope you ask some open-ended questions to your friends and family this week. Find out a couple of pieces of information that you did not know simply by asking an open-ended question. How, when, why, what? those kind of things and then when you do do me a favor go to social media at sales with sully it's just simple the at at sign with sales with sully all spelled out i'm on facebook i'm on twitter i'm on instagram of course everywhere that you find a social media platform i'm probably there including linkedin under scott sullivan Find out a couple of pieces of information this week by using some genuine curiosity. Be very conversational, practice a little bit, maybe even practice on some people you know really, really well and ask a couple of open-ended questions and see if you find some information about even a spouse or a, a, a brother or a sister or a mom or a dad or an aunt or an uncle or somebody in your life that you see on a very regular basis Try it this week and find out what information you you get. And once you do, I want you to go to at sales with Sully on one of those social media platforms and let me know how it went. Give me some feedback and say, the best thing that ever happened to me, Scott, I can't believe it. I found out why my dad puts cream in his coffee. Or I found out why my dad you know, quit smoking or whatever it happens to be that you've always maybe just had a little inkling of curiosity about in the back of your mind. This is the week that we're going to turn that into a question and we're going to find out. And then I want you to go to social media and let me know how it's working for you. And if it's not working, if it feels very uncomfortable, then by all means, let's start another conversation and you and I dialogue just a little bit. I'm real easy to find. You can reach me by cell phone. All all of those social media platforms I told you about have my cell phone number on it, plus my email address. It's real easy to find me. And my website is real super simple. It's scottsullivan.biz, scottsullivan.biz. Anywhere, anytime, reach out, let us know what's going on. Keep us in your loop so that we can keep you in ours. Thank you so much for uh, listening each and every week. 
like I say, I can't do what I do without you. And the listeners out there, every single week, you make my life so much better. And I appreciate you so very much. Thanks for being a loyal listener. Thanks for all the feedback that you give us. And until next time, like I always say, go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Hashtag INR and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening and see you next week.